what's the difference between us and them? And I think it has to be the Word of God. It has to be, obviously, the Spirit, and it has to be that we are in a church where um, we're, we're constantly reminded that's of no consequence. You live for what is eternal. You invest in what's eternal. And so often I have to remind myself, this is eternal work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This, Fine. my home, cooking meals, is still investing in these people is eternal work. And that's worth my life, my career. Welcome to Cheer Chat. I'm Lena, your host, and I have a few guests today here with me. Guest number one, what's your name? Kara. Reveal your identity, guest number two. <laughs> Angie. And of course, we have the lovely... Esmeralda. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's horrible. Uh, we're three weeks into our Bible reading plan, right? I think so. Three and a half? I don't four know. weeks? We started It's going late, by fast for me. So it's, it's on a hard one this time. Anyway, three weeks. Three, it's going by weeks. really fast. We yeah. got lots of good commenting going on on the app. Have you guys been enjoying those comments? Now? Yes, I have been. Yeah. You guys read on the app? Yes. You do? Okay. You I can. usually, I will follow along on the app. I will listen to the audio version, but then I actually read along in my paper Bible. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I've done that too. I yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you though, reading, like looking at the actual page, sometimes it just, and I'm not looking at the app. Mm -hmm. It's really long reading yeah. for me I, because I'm so used to the app. It's like short, oh, sure. short yeah. sentences, and then I'm like, oh, I've got all that to go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, you have a visual. I yeah. do. And you go, oh my goodness. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, you're right. I kind of lost practice of that. But I really have been encouraged to see all of the commenting, oh, and I man. kind of expected great. it for January. So yes. hopefully we can keep that habit going. But it's not just commenting your thoughts. It's a lot of supportive, like, that's what I thought too, and stuff like that. So there's some good cheering going Interacting. on. Interacting. Yeah. That's been good. Yeah. And this year is a, a little bit different than last year. I mean, it's a little bit bigger, which is great. But we do have a lot of, a wide variety of people reading with us this year. So um, I thought it would be good to remind our listeners and us in this room that when we're commenting, um, we've got unbelievers reading with us. Yep. We've got people from completely different denominations reading with us, um, Catholic, Lutheran, everything. So um, it's good to be mindful of our of our comments. You know, I always like to steer away from politics altogether. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a safe one. It's a safe safe yes. bet. So um, just a good reminder. Um, in my in my in in the Spanish group, I think we have that I know of like five Catholic people. Wow. Yeah. It's that's been, awesome. It's awesome. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. That they're joining and they're reading along and they're happy to do it too. They're yeah. like, one of them said to me, um, it's not enough. Can we do it? Can we do more? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, my you gosh. You awesome. to keep reading. Yeah. Uh, oh, I may yeah. make it. Um, anyhow. Yeah, that's been super fun watching, reading, getting to know people really. Mm -hmm. quote unquote getting to know people because I don't know these people um, that are commenting that are yeah. making comments and that 
don't come to our church. That's super fun. So if you're out there and you're not a Missio people, please come. You are welcome yes. here. <laughs> we love it. It's great. Let it's us know stuff. what you're thinking. So anyhow, so uh, we're here with Kara and Angie. Um, it's funny because I don't know. I don't remember the last time you guys and I hang out. How long ago do you think? Probably at least a year. Yeah. My One of my sons asked if we were going to make raviolis tonight. <laughs> that was the last Aww. time you and I hang out. Darn it. We have yeah. been hung out after yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, I actually thought, I'm like, man, we're having coffee or whatever we're drinking on the podcast because it's been that long. So it's rare <laughs> that you guys really, that we hang out at all. Um, but one of the reasons I asked Kara and Angie to join us is because, it's funny, I, I sent out a, an email to them and I'm like, hey girls, can you, can, I need help from the middle-aged women. <laughs> How did that make We're you feel, Kara? Kara, <laughs> do tell um, me what you did really think. I just saw the non-verbals. Really, like, <laughs> old then. <laughs> and then I found an additional gray hair this week, Aww. so that just added on top of everything. Affirmation. Mm-hmm. Insult. How you feel about being, being middle-aged, middle Angie? Do you embrace it? I have to. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean, how do I feel? <laughs> right. I, and the reason why I did that is this. Um, I think when I, I mean, we're middle-aged women who are still driving minivans, <laughs> Right. Like, isn't that funny? We're middle-aged, but we're still driving minivans, which means we have kids that still depend on us. So we're not empty yeah. nesters. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. So, and there's, a, and there's a beauty in that. There's like, we're not 20s, thank goodness, right? Right, right. right. Um, and we're not in our 30s, which means... You know, we've survived a few hurdles in our lives. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And we're now here in our 40s. And so I think there's something to be said about that. I think there's something to be actually okay with that and whatever. And I think that I'm like, I want to I wanna talk to you about that a little bit if I could. This, yeah. this little middle age season that we're in. Uh, you both have... Um, older children, but you also have this other bookend of a younger child. Yeah. Right? Right. You both do. So you really still have kids under 10. Two. Two? Yeah. No kidding. How many, Angie? How old are they? Nine and six. Nine and six? Yeah. Oh. We'll be approaching 10 and seven. Yeah? Yeah. So what is that like for you? Kind of have the older group and the younger group. Um, that's fun, but it's it's a di- it definitely is a different season. So we all used to get together for our Bible time and just different things. And now the older kids are doing their thing. They're in live classes throughout the day. So I have the younger girls. I mean, Ellie and Audra aren't that far apart in age, but it's still there's just that yeah. kind of separation. Yeah, yeah. So. And there's something good about that. Like your older kids are more independent. Oh, yes. Their older kids are getting growing, getting there without you. 
but you still have that little kid that just wants to still hang, you know, be cuddled, right? I love yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll welcome it. Yeah. I really will. So, Kara, for you, you have an adult man. I do. My oldest is, will be 21 next month. Oh, dang. Well, March. 21. So it's almost February, but in March he'll be 21. Yeah. And then my youngest just turned nine. See? Under 10. Mm-hmm. So what's that like for you now that you have those two ends, two bookends, and you feel young, right? I still feel young. We are young. You what are, are you young. About? We yeah. are young. She's like, what is I'm this? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what it, you're talking about, middle age, but I still feel young. <laughs> She's mad at me still. We're asking for the middle age group. Um, you I, know, I only hit middle is, age a couple months ago. Did you really? <laughs> yes, I just turned 40. So I'm totally. I feel like 40 is, no, this is easy for me to say, but. I feel like 40 is the golden age where you're not disrespected for your youth anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you you go through? I mean, not disrespected. That's a strong (laughs) word. But discredited, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. What are you now, 20-year-old? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which is, you know, there's a lot of truth in that statement. But 40 is just like... Older people can't say anything against you because you've lived 40 years. That's a right. lot of time, you know, a lot Four of experience. Four decades, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then younger people are like, oh, gosh, you must know a lot more than me, you know, <laughs> right? So it's like, a, it's like a nice nugget. But you're still youthful and, you know, right. energetic. So, well. Most of the time. Energetic. I think that's one of the, that's a good idea. More, so more than, you know. What were we talking about, Kara, the other day? You're just more settled. Like you're not in a rush to do everything. Mm, Cool. Um, Yeah. There's tomorrow. There's next week. But that can also work against you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Okay. You're definitely not as, and I guess that's, that was the thing that I, I was talking to you not too long ago at church, right? We were talking about our aches and pains, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) But we were just saying how, um, it's not like everybody has aches and pains. I mean, even sure. when you're in yeah. your 20s, you have aches and pains. But what's different is that we tire now and we feel it <laughs> much mm-hmm. harder, I guess, on our bodies. Mm-hmm. That when you're 20, you might get tired, but but you, you somehow you get out, you get over that faster. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I felt like I could go, go, go a lot more. Now I'm like... I, in my mind, still wants to go that fast. Yes. But yeah. not everything else is going to move that fast. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what I mean by that. And I think that also makes you more settled. Like, why should I fight for something I know is just going <laughs> to not be worth fighting for? Like, yeah. you're settled in many ways. Um, it, you know, we're all married here. So we've weathered some... Some good, ba- some storms in our marriages, right? We didn't get along, sure. we're whatever. Mm-hmm. We were also very young and in love, and what that looks like. <laughs> and, and but we're not that anymore. Like you're not. I mean, not young in love. No, <laughs> no. I, I told John I am okay with having a maturing love over here. <laughs> like <Yes. laughs> that's good though. Yeah. New Year's, what is that? Let's go to bed. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're not going to party tonight. <laughs> um, so anyway, but so with that, so now that we embrace that, right? We are in our middle age, or so they say anyway. What if we live 100? Our middle age is 50. Another decade away. Yeah. So we really don't know. <laughs> Why do we call it middle age? I don't know. Because who knows? Who knows how long we're going to live? I don't think about middle age. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Well, good. Good. That's now awesome. I'm, I hope I don't know because <laughs> I better not start. Are you serious? You've never given that a thought? No. I no? Don't. I don't. Are you a planner, Angie? No. Not a planner. No, not really. At all? Well, I think we have to. Well, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, 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 I'm not one of those people. Sorry. So that's why you don't think about that. How about you, Kara? Are you a planner uh, of any kind? Do you like looking forward? I do like to plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the reason why that comes up in my life is because I seriously look forward to my fifties. It's so weird. I do. I'm like, what do I? <laughs> You're middle aged. So time. I'm like, hey. So what happens in the middle in the 40s that I need to do so that in the 50s it works out in my favor? <laughs> it's so weird the way I think. So and I thought the same way in my 30s. Yeah, sure. Totally. Like, yeah. What what kind? What do I want to do in my in my 40s? So this little thing called work that I'm doing, right? Um, I, uh, so there's this pressures at work at, at a school anyway. Teachers are, I think, I don't know if it's true everywhere, but, um, they have the pressure to go back and take more classes and do more education and this, cause that's how they get races. And I'm at the bottom of the pole. Like I'm a tutor, just, I barely qualify to be there, you know? <laughs> and, um. And so who needs to take more classes and go back to school and do all that good jazz? Me. So they're all looking at me like, aren't you going to, you know, get yourself all organized so that you have a wonderful retirement? And see, that's funny because I don't think of that either. Mm. Like I'm not thinking 50s retirement. Here's how I do what I want to do. It's more like, what can I do in the next 20 years that I know I'm going to feel younger? You know? And hopefully with some energy that I can begin to prepare now and so that I can get to do that if the Lord lets me do that. So anyway, that's where it all comes from. But I didn't mean to offend anybody with the middle age anything. <laughs> so, well, if you guys had to look back on your 30s, what's one thing that you wish you'd let go of or you'd... You'd not put so much stock in maybe, or what's one thing that you were like, thirties mm, could have been better if I did this. I mean, in the my thirties is when I came to faith. So I'm still oh, nice. yeah. a rather young Christian, but I mean, I don't know exactly what I would change because that was when I came to the Lord. So it was a very trans transform transformative period of your life. Right. Yeah. Huge change. Yep. So um, you I feel so. No wonder like you feel so young. You're just getting going, of course. Right. Yeah, that's awesome, though. Yeah. I didn't realize that. How long have mm-hmm. you been walking with the Lord? Um, probably 
I'm going to say at least six or seven years I six was or seven baptized. Years. Okay, yeah, I remember so the day you were came, baptized. Let's see. Braden was under one when we started, so probably eight years oh. or so we've been going to Missio. Wow. Somewhere around there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of changes so, for you, Kara, there. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. So. Yeah. That was probably the biggest change in my 30s. Yeah. And then it wasn't just me. It was me and my husband. Right. So. Yeah. And so your house is just family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And then you're like changing everything around on these right. kids. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is it now stable and this is what you guys do when it comes yeah. to the family? Because if you were going to have, um, I don't know if it was Pastor Matt or someone else would says, and they always say like, if your kids are asking, why aren't you going to church? Then you must be doing something right. Because right, it's yeah. very odd if you're not going. Yeah. Um, but this year is the first year that we've started doing the Bible reading together cool. as a family. So I think that's kind of... How's that working? Um, we each kind of read and at our own, own time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I think, keeping each other accountable like yeah. within our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what Angie was saying. You know, you have a kid that is teenager. Is he a teenager? A teenager. Yep. Yeah. He'll be almost 14. I so. mean... Try reading with a teenager. First of all, they read faster than you do. Well, at least in my house, they do. (laughs) He reads so fast, I don't know if he's actually read. Yeah, comprehending. I'm like, what was that about? (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm like, I wouldn't even attempt to read with my kids. They would be so bored out of their mind if I had to read to them. You know, like, oh, that would have taken me two seconds, and it took you ten (laughs) minutes, you know. We're getting to that point with the, yeah. with the olders, too. Yeah. Do you guys all read together then in the Coots house? When we can. Okay, yeah, for sure. Do. It doesn't happen all the time. Naturally, but, yeah. Because we have someone working and... Right, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, that gets complicated. In the beginning, the older girls, they wanted to do it by themselves. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I get that. Um, but if we can come together, I'd like to. And then we'll hear, like, if I read with the little girls, well, hey, you said we were going to read together. We didn't do it. Or they, um, yeah, they just, I don't, I don't know. You know, you kind of, when we were getting, when we were getting going, um, they didn't, they wanted to read independently. Okay. And I just, I'm like, I want us to come together. Yeah. But they just... I'm like, this is weird for me, too, because we used to read all the time together. Mm-hmm. And then last year I read pretty much by myself. So I'm like, you don't realize this. is I can just Aww. do this, you know. Yeah. And so it's just really turned into a sweet time for us yeah. when we do get together. When you do it together. Yeah. And to have the littles reading aloud. That's so sweet. It is. Mia's just taking off with it and just, so I want to sound that out, you know? Yeah. So I kind of have to whisper sometimes to her mm-hmm. what the word is and things like that. But it is. It's sweet. I really. It yeah. works on patience with the older ones. And yeah. It does. Doesn't it? But to see their <laughs> smiles when yes. they see the, the little girls that actually treatment. reading. Yes. Yeah, they so love sweet. it. They just, they're like. They're like kind of trying to hide Aww. their, you know, yeah. giggles and stuff because they want them to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was always big on, you know, when I'm not there to feed it to them, would they do it? Would they have the mm. habit of doing it themselves? Yeah. And so I think if you can do both, if you can encourage that. Um, 
it would be it's is really the best of both worlds. But um, I've had a bit of a challenge this year. I, I was always reading on my own. This is my first year having a, like a legitimate reader reading with me with Quinn, and so. We started off doing mornings and it was just like way too early for her. And she would just <laughs> to be awake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She'd just be like, Oh gosh. I, I can't even like look at the page. She's like, I'm like trying to turn on all the lights to wake her up. And so we're like, okay, that doesn't work. And then we try after school and inevitably her teacher gave her homework every single night of the week. Yeah. And I'm like, Why? Right. Why? This is my sure. time. Um, but we found what works is I pull a chair into the kitchen while I'm cooking dinner and she just reads out loud to me because okay. she wants to do the reading. She doesn't really want to hear me read. So that's very sweet. That though. is cool. Yeah. I like that. And she's just sure. like, she tries to say all those weird Hebrew names and like the <laughs> Jebusites and stuff like that. And she's just like, <laughs> just spits it out. I'm like, good job. Keep yeah, going. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? <laughs> just keep going. Kara, this is your younger one. Um, read by himself? He does not read by himself. The Bible? No. Okay. We will read like some of the verses and stuff that come home with his Sunday school paper. Uh Uh-huh. But he's not reading through the whole thing. He's not reading on his own. Yeah, no. He might be a little young for that. When my kids were little like that, um, I gave them a um, printed edition of the New Testament one Mm. year one okay. year Bible. Nice. And so they only read through the the New Testament um, in a year. Okay. okay. And they had it, you know, per day. Yeah. And gotcha. whatever. And so they did that. And they felt like they accomplished something because it's, it's daunting. It's, a, yeah. it's the long, Old Testament is, is long. It's long. Yeah. For little minds like that. So... Um, yeah, I'm just I, giving them paragraphs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like you read here to here, you yeah, read here to yeah, here, yeah. you know. And Yeah, it's hard. She was pretty stoked, though. She was like, what do you mean I finished Genesis? Like That's awesome. Genesis is done now? I was like, yes, we've never gotten past Genesis 3, you know, in the past. <laughs> and you got to 50. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, she's ready to just celebrate now. It's just like, what is the rest of the year? It's so good. Do you guys like the plan this year? I do. You do? Yeah. You prefer it? I think so. You do? How about you, Kara? I think so. You prefer it? Yeah. So I'm judging was, again. <laughs> I am totally judge you both. Um, uh, I'm so mean. I didn't like how, last year. You know how I, f- <laughs> you know, I've been hearing from John all these years. The only right way to read the Bible is chronologically. Right, right, yeah. And I'm like, oh, whatever. You go do your thing and let me do mine. Um, but last year we were all in the chronological, right? Um, and he goes, you know what it's like to read? the Bible any other way is like reading a book, starting the book (laughs) and jumping to the middle of the book and start reading from there too. You read from the beginning and you read from the middle. And that's exactly how I felt in the beginning. So much so that I seriously have not been able to like think coherent thoughts for the New Testament. Like, I have to work harder yeah. while I read that section. I think I'm ruined. Like, switching gears in right. my head. And, in fact, Pam said to me yesterday, I'm reading the Old Testament all week. 
And then on one day, I just knock out all my New Testament readings. Oh, that's, that's a really smart. good idea. Because <laughs> I'm having a hard time switching, switching gears. gears sure. and I'm like, yeah, there's oh. definite whiplash going on for me. I, I've felt that. I truly have Did felt you? it. Yes, I have. I'm like, okay, where are we? Like, what's going yeah. on here? Yeah. I, Especially because you're not switching the pages. So you don't have time mm. to change in your head. You're heading to another book. You're... Now in the New Testament, you're, you know, there's that in your, in yeah, the Old Testament chronologically was like, yeah, okay, fine. You know, I, I get it, you know, because it is a lot of history, but the New Testament chronologically was huge. Yeah. Reading from every gospel and like, you know, reading the epistles when they correlated with acts and stuff. That was just, it felt not just taking a, though. yeah. But it was like, but it was good. I get the flow, yeah. you know, I get what's happening in history. But now it's just like 12 verses out of Matthew 12. And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> you know, I'm so just confused. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that that's been an adjustment for me. And I hate to say John was right. I'm kidding. I don't hate to say that. <laughs> but I'm like, he was right. That's how I feel now. So, um. So I was thinking, you guys, when I was thinking of you guys coming here and chatting with us, um, I'm thinking, again, back to our little thing called age. Um, but one of the things that makes me think of the season that I'm in that is different than the ones previous is that there are liberties in my life right now, Right. We don't have diapers in our lives. We don't have kids that need us to put on their coats. We no, don't sure. have expecting babies, right. babies on the way. There are some liberties. We can have our older child watch the younger children. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have kids driving yet? Not N yet. Not yet, but soon. 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 Mine is about to get a license here. Oh, man. And you already have a kid in out of the College. house. <laughs> right. And it's like there is a difference in our lives. Some things are really sweet, right? We can we can get we get to do that we didn't really have as much liberty to do when they were when our kids were younger. Um, but I think with that also comes some temptations. What would you say are some of those temptations in this season of life? I'll tell you mine so you can get thinking. I'll give you time to think. Because, by the way, ladies, I didn't give him any warning of what I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, so one temptation I find myself fighting against is coasting. Like... Like I was joking earlier, yeah. Sammy, can you make me a cup of coffee? Yeah. Like there is a little training going on. You know, I'm not necessarily bringing kids to the bathroom and disciplining them over and over. Yeah. We're not, we're reminding things of the things we worked on years ago. We're learning new things because we're entering into teenage years. So that's all new, but it doesn't take as much time hmm. as when you had two-year-olds. Um. So my temptation is constantly to, not constantly, but my temptation from time to time, I catch myself wanting the easy way, the easy life. This isn't, you know, I'm done. <laughs> I can be tempted to think, ah, we're done. 
we're done. We're practically done. Because you got a little taste of it. You got a little respite now compared to. Yeah. And so where the Bible or the word of God is reminding me that I know, number one, very little of God's word. Like I literally know now I know little. (laughs) when I was young I thought I know I knew so much (laughs) and now I'm like what do I know (laughs) really what do I know and so that that kind of slaps me in the face a Mm. little and tells me you know no there's still work to be done there's still lots of training to do there's still racing there's still work we're not done we still we are not done till we're done yeah that's when I'm done (laughs) and that's not today and so I kind of have to remind myself to keep at it to keep working to be faithful to keep working at um, um, obviously knowing and growing in the Lord but also how does that what does that look like now that my kids are older and um, and I think that when I look at people in this age the world obviously I'm not necessarily thinking Christians, but I think Christians are tempted to mimic the world is when we start telling ourselves, now we can live for ourselves. Now we can start making, yeah. arranging right. our lives for ourselves. And and so it gets kind of confusing. Um, I get it. You know what I mean? I do. So what would you say are some things that maybe you've noticed or you're getting to see or you're I realize you got little kids, so maybe you're not in the same boat I am. <laughs> I think sometimes for me, it's just wanting me time. Aww. It really is. Um, whether it's going on Facebook or I know in the, like when it was warmer, going for my walks every day. I was taking the kids with me quite often. Um almost every day. But as like this new season has come along, um, you know, they're getting older. Some of the things they just don't want to do anymore. We've done that for a few years. Yeah. It's like they don't want to come with. And so, yeah, you know, it's just wanting that time. I work hard enough. Now it's my turn. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. We don't say it, you know, we wouldn't dare say, but I will (laughs) tell you though, like, I am growing to see that that's not Mm. where I need to be. Mm -hmm. All right. So I have been being intentional about, you know, hey, I'm going to stay home. And, you know, we've been, we've had sickness and whatnot in the house. So, you know, it's like I have a treadmill. I can use it. And I have been trying to do that. And just so that I'm present and they're not, you know, doing their own thing. That's a huge thing for me right now. I don't want, it's not that I don't want them to have independence, but I don't want them just having free for alls, whatever. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just you want to still keep the unit together. Yeah. 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 So. I totally get it. Yeah. How about you, Kara? I, don't, I think it's kind of the same. It's like you feel like you've already put in so much hard work that you're at that point where you can kind of coast where it's like, well, you need to start learning how to do some of these chores. Like, why don't we add a couple more? (laughs) (laughs) It's good for you. (laughs) Right? It raises, it's good for character. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell them your wife's going to thank me someday. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
there's more grumbling. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I have friends that I, you know, that I went to high school with. And when I look at them, um, mind you, again, they're not Christian. So, um, and again, I'm not to judge the non-Christian. But I look at them and I, and I just feel because the spirit isn't there to stop them or to guard them or to, or to you know, stir them in the right direction. They're not in the church. And so I see it for all its ugliness. And they start giving themselves to, you know, they're going to uh, be obsessed about their image. You know, we want to be back to being in our 20s and not have any showings that we ever had children. (laughs) Right? Like, that's not going to happen. Or they're just not happy. They were not fulfilled in their careers. And now they're ditching everything, including the husband and the children, you know, Mm. and... And I'm like, what's the difference between us and them? And I think it has to be the word of God. It has to be obviously the spirit and it has to be that we are in a church where um, we're we're constantly reminded that's of no consequence. You live for what is eternal. You invest in what's eternal. And so often I have to remind myself, this is eternal work. (laughs) Yes. This, my home, cooking meals, still investing in these people is eternal work. And that's worth my life, my career, my whatever that is. Um, And so, but I, I did not have those temptations in my 30s. Like in your 30s, you're in the nitty gritty. You don't have time to think about that. <laughs> I don't even remember my 30s. No. You say that. I don't. It's oh, It was sister. a lot of babies and, you know, raising little kids. You know, it was just day in and day out. That's, I told John, I said. So I, your advice is just keep going. Keep having to. <laughs> get up and just keep doing it. Do you wish you faithful, had more? Really, just yeah. keep doing it and doing it. Did you wish day. you had more? Oh, she's going to think about that one. How uh-uh. about you, Kara? No. Uh-uh. I'm <laughs> but you didn't think I'm, about that one. <laughs> I'm good at five. Good. <laughs> at five. <laughs> you did have five. Um, yeah. We wish we had had, uh, we had started sooner to have kids. Yeah, I think I, I'd say that, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is. We wish we had started sooner and we wish we had had more. Anyway, that was, um, that's... Every time I talk to women, I think that whether or not we think about it, we are often talking based on the seasons we find ourselves in. You know, so all the younger women right. with younger children, they're exhausted. They're they're having different battles, really, than we are. Yeah. Um, but we're all having battles and burdens and... Absolutely. And whatever, so... Um, all right, so back to our Bible reading thing, whatever we're doing. Challenge. Um, challenge. <laughs> um, so, Kara, did you read it last year with us? I did. You did? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? What did you like about it? I like the camaraderie. It's the first time I actually finished reading the whole Bible in a year. No awesome. Kidding. I've read through the full Bible. This is my first this will be my fifth time going through the whole Bible, but last year was the first year I completed it in a year. In a year. Awesome. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Do you feel like, yeah, totally can do this? It it felt manageable doing it. I mean, there was points where maybe I'd gotten like a few days behind mm-hmm. in the past on the app because I've always done a, a plan on the app. Mm. You could refresh it and it'll just push all of your dates back. And that's how it always took oh, me longer right. than a year. Oh, sure. But this year I wanted I've to keep up with everyone so you would make... You'd have to find the time to just yeah. fit it in if you fell behind. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one I started doing is if we we're going to be out of town or on vacation, really busy, I would try to read ahead, mm, which yeah. I'd never done that before either. Yeah. And how did you do? What was the worst? Um, when? What's the question? What was the biggest failure? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> How many? How, long do you have? Yeah. <laughs> How many days? I can't even think to articulate the question that I'm trying to. How ask. many days did you get behind? How or many ahead? days did you get behind? Uh, the worst. I don't know. Maybe no, four or five. Nothing. Not I don't. I felt like I've all. really kept okay, up sure. this year. We're uh-huh. in. I'm doing but so I mean, bad this happen. year. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? I was perpetually a day behind last year. Perpetually really? mm-hmm. a day behind. Even with Sundays. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I just, like, buckle up and finish that one day? No, I couldn't. Um, and then vacations, of course, were hard to do. Right. It's hard to be ahead on this app. Mark and I were talking about that because he started on January 1st. And he ended up being like, I don't know, like six days ahead of all the guys. And he couldn't even like comment or like, you know, oh, like really? he, he was like way ahead. And he was like, I don't, I can't, I can't comment. I'm six days ahead of everybody. So he actually just stopped <laughs> and waited for everybody okay. else to get there. Yeah. Cause sure. he was like, what's the use in this, you know? So I, I like staying along with everybody, you know, it's hard to, I know like your schedule, you want to read ahead because you don't want to fall behind and stuff like that. But there's an aspect of like, the camaraderie. You're missing out on the, the communication of the that day. The doing it you know? together, knowing that there's other women praying for you and that you're praying right. for them. I think that's a mm-hmm. big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, um, really, it's not like anyone is checking on on you. Like, I really don't know who does and does or doesn't do things. Yeah. I mean, I really, I don't make it my job to check or anything. Um, but... Um, but I find it interesting that that it means so much to people that we're doing it together. Yeah. Um, that that we know that we're doing it together, that there's this, that we're part of that team There's trotting along. How about you? Did you like it last year? I did. It Is was that, good. Um, you did it with the whole family too, didn't you? No, I read it by myself. Really? I did. Why did I have that idea that you were doing it with your kids? I should have been doing it with them, but I did it by myself. I fell behind a couple of times too, but um, mm. I enjoyed it. And it, it was like the first time I'd done it within a year as well. Mm. I know um, I used to just cherry pick. That's sure. how did I Did you was. really? I did. I love scripture. And I know that's like tongue in cheek kind of, it's like read the whole thing, you know, but yeah. is that, does that um, have anything to do with, I love though, though that I have it under my belt now though, that I've yeah. done it. And it's like to read to the kids and be able to explain, I mean, but also having the teachings too, yeah. you know, from yeah. that. 
And yeah, it's just been really good to say, hey, this is what's happening here. And, yeah. You know, to tie it into our everyday life. That has just been so amazing. And they listen. They're like, wow, because we spend a lot of time. We're out, you know, doing things. We talk all the time about things. Awesome. So to listen to like the last Faith and Fable, well, you know, with the Now it affects family, how you're reading it. The family yeah. devotions, though. Some, oh, some of yeah. the things you guys talk about were just what we do. And it's just day in and day Shameless out. plug. You just, yeah, you just do it, you know, and yay. I'm so excited about it. It, yeah. it just does my heart well. I can't say it enough. Um, yeah, I love it. So. I think it's one thing is the one thing that Satan cannot hold against you. And I think that's why it's so uplifting to people. Because um, it is is the one thing we, you know, if you asked anyone, they will be the most difficult feel guilty about well I don't know I haven't been faithful or Bible reading or prayer life or whatever yeah yeah so it's like it's uplifting because he's got nothing on you (laughs) like we're we're doing it imperfectly because we're gonna fall behind and we're gonna be real people with full schedules and and oh we don't do it perfectly no no, we don't no I'm I haven't read today I mean Harold has me neither. He might. He may have done it while you know. Yeah. While he's home tonight yeah. with them. So, but if not, we'll do it tomorrow in the evening after dinner. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's when we can fit it in. Yeah, you find so, that time. That's yeah. the same for us. We all oh, we inevitably have s- dinner. Yeah. So everybody's here. Yeah. Open her up. <laughs> it sneaks up on you too sometimes. Yeah. So. so Genesis. Let's talk a little bit about Genesis. Joseph. Joseph. Oh, what comes to mind? Joseph. (laughs) I was going to talk about Lot, but okay. No, I'm joking. I actually skipped that chapter this year. Did you really? Well, I have a seven-year-old reading with me. So think of that. Okay, I didn't even think of that. I've skipped a lot of chapters, actually. (laughs) I have. And actually, I was talking with Angie Arthur because I was asking her, because I think this is her second or maybe third year doing it with all of her kids. And I was like, do you read every chapter? <laughs> and she was like, oh, I skip some. <laughs> I skip some parts where it's okay. like legitimately sexual in nature or whatever. And I was it's like, gonna, well, it's gonna thank goodness. Because I <laughs> produce more questions than, than, than they answers. are ready for, right? Yeah, than yeah. they're ready for, yeah. yeah. Um, so every time I read through Genesis, it just... It just has layers and layers of like things that I haven't considered. But one of the things that at least it has helped me, and mind you, I've been at the church for what, 20 years now almost, um, under the same teacher. It just, you know, there's just layers and depths of yeah. what he tells you or or just books you read or things you pick up here and there. Sure. I don't ever learn great depths by my Bible reading. Right. Just off yeah. the top of my right. head. Like that doesn't come. We're not I'm not putting in the time and effort that other people do. So most of the depth that I gain from reading scriptures that next time around or whenever that is, is just really from the preaching sure. that we hear on Sundays. Yeah. And from you know, articles or readings or books that I've read over the years. Really, that's how I have gained insight 
into the book of Genesis. Mm-hmm. But we just heard a whole series of sermons did, yeah. last year yeah. on the book of Genesis. Did you read it? Did you read it in a new light this year? Yes. Going yes. through it? Like, good heavens. How much did I miss when I read it the first all yes. those years? Yeah. Isn't it true? Isn't that how it is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so once once one thing in Genesis that kind of stands out to you now, or that while you were reading you went, Oh, okay. It's I probably won't get it right. Um but the was it just a couple days ago? Everything kind of came to a head with um, with Joseph, and his father, and the provision that was just there. Like they were, they were scared. They're like, okay, we have, you know, our. They were actually giving money. Am I saying this right? This is Joseph you're talking about. Joseph, yeah. yeah. They were giving money for food. Oh yeah, the brothers. Yeah, the brothers were giving money for food, and then. Um. It was their animals. Was that next? Mm. And then it was their land. Yeah. You know, and I thought, well, they still had those things to give. Yeah. You know, Mm. God's provision. Yeah. I mean, I was just like in the trials that we've been through, you know, recently and stuff. And just, it's just, that's, that's where it's at. I mean, God has seriously provided everything and he, he did it right there too. Mm. You know, they still had, and then they still had like a job, even though they were slaves. They still had a job. I just, mm-hmm. just to just to be able to see that. I don't know if I'm being too deep, but it just kind of just popped off the page at me, like wow, yeah, you know, or the screen, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah, that's yeah, really good. And, and isn't that awesome? That that's and now we all cannot because we just read it. Like, yeah, yeah. we're on. The we same know your page. context. Yeah, we're on the page, same page. Yeah, it was good. How about you, Kara? Anything? Um. I mean, we just finished Genesis, and yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. Did I? Fin- no, I finished it today. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, <laughs> um, you know, it really stuck out to me—the part of creation where God created everything. Um, Brayden and I just watched. Oh, What's it called? We read the book, and then we re- watched the documentary that Write and Dance. Is that what it is? I don't know. Oh, yeah. The Riot and the Dance. Oh. The, the Riot and the Dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Brayden and I watched that, and I'm like, it is really amazing how many creatures and crawly things that yeah. God has made that mm-hmm. you have not seen or could not even imagine. Yeah. When you think of... Um, one time, I don't know why, I was painting this piece of furniture, and... I just said to John, I said something like, why do I have this desire to create? And I'm not even good at it. Like, like there's just no, I'm not even creative. Like I'm just copying somebody else's creative work and I'm going to throw a little twist on that and I'm going to call it my creation, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, but there is this desire to create and mm-hmm. and to make things. And even if it's not in paint you know we all have a different form of that and then when I cultivate cultivate that and then you read the account of creation and it's like because we're like our maker Mm -hmm. (laughs) like we create we are creators because we're imitating our creator and we should be okay with that but nothing like the creations of our god 
really. Right. And that's what's so amazing. Yeah. How about you, Lane? <laughs> I was listening to this, not really that, but I was listening to this <laughs> other podcast, which I'm not going to mention. And uh, <laughs> we don't want you to listen. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to listen to that other podcast. Um, but, oh, this is so bad. Should I do this? I don't know. Uh, they were talking about certain things. Are they the result of the fall? And they were digestive in nature. Um, <laughs> I know. I don't know why I'm doing this. I just it's happening. So too bad. Um, you just you're talking about just like all of the creatures he created, and not only did he make Adam out of the dust of the earth, but he made the tiny little bacteria in his intestine. So that he could, <laughs> like, it's just, like, ridiculous. It's but crazy. Did. How did he make your body like that? Like, How did just, he make it all work? Yeah, and that's, like, the most minute single-cell organism that nobody still knows about. But without it, for some reason, we can't have oxygen. And, mm, yeah. you know, and he's just, like, because it pleases me. And I delight in it. And it's good. Yeah. yeah. You do listen to weird podcasts. Uh, now we want to know what the name is. No, I can't. I, I'm I can't kidding. Do <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, reading through the Old Testament struck me. You know, all these women giving their slaves to their spouses for kids, right? Like, Ugh, yeah. it's like, what? <laughs> and, and honest to goodness, it's like every time you read that, you're like, yeah, it's gross. What in the Hi. world is happening here? And why doesn't God stop it, right? Like strike them dead and whatever. But it is dawned on me that, I mean, these are not very, these are, the earth hasn't been no long. So the command of God to leave and fill multiply. the earth and multiply the burden of multiply, the burden of creating more generations and having offspring has to be at the forefront of their of their minds. Yeah. Like these are the the early women. These are their one command that they're that they've been given to do. This is their job, really. This is their vocation. Have babies. And they can have them. And it's like Okay, I don't agree, but maybe I need to be a little more understanding. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, there's just like their parents. Yeah, Eve wasn't too long ago. Yes. And she had they like a were thousand not kids. Long ago. <laughs> Abraham's great, 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 great grandparents were not too long ago. Even, yeah. I don't know, but I mean, the, the generations are new. Yes, they're living a long time, and that's why there's lots of people. But I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's one thing to say, to read it now. In our Western culture, yeah. When, you know, our culture wants to run away from kids, wants to run away from, we're killing our babies. We're we're not seeing them as blessings and, and women to just, we're given this responsibility to race and to, and to nurture and to do it to the glory of God because it is a blessing. Um, it's more of a burden, you know, or it's cramping my style. I'm going to have to do this thing, you know, right. and sacrifice these things I really want to do. Yeah. Um, and um, it just struck me for the first time that 
these people live with burdens of creating yeah. children wow. out of yeah. all things. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's not something we can relate to. So anyhow, we're going to wrap it up. Put you guys out of your misery. <laughs> I know that's not true. You guys it have wasn't done great. miserable, was it? No. No? no? So. Are you enjoying it? It's just like talking in the living room. Yeah, you got used to it. With mics and headphones. Right. Like (laughs) you're a teenage boy playing video games. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's one good way to put it. (laughs) So let's end on a fun note. Yeah. Okay. So tell us. Tell us one thing. I want to know. Now, you've been cooking a while. Your guys are really good cooks. Or at least I think you are. Um. Different what is the ethnic cooks, right? And yeah, yes. we're talking legit food. Yeah. So when you want to make something special for your family, or it's the comfort food you go to that your family wants to eat, what do you make? Depends if you're talking about a weeknight dinner or like an extravagant Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Ooh, oh, let's go for both. Sunday. Mm, yeah. Yes, tell us Sunday. <laughs> yeah, on Sunday. <laughs> oh. It would be like a nice homemade pan of lasagna. Oh. Lasagna. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. That's was, extravagant? Really? I don't How long is that sauce? Do you make hours? your own? Yeah. You got to make it at why? least the day before. Yeah. Oh. oh wow. That is extravagant. I yeah. just buy it the jar. That's why. Shh. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but if it's a weeknight, they are super happy with like a hot beef sandwich Yum. from like the slow cooker. Yeah. So good. Italian. Oh. Okay. What about you, Missy? Give me all the carbs. Well, our kids, we like chicken. So I'll do like shredded chicken with cream cheese. And oh, ranch. yeah. So they love that. That's the comfort food. It's good. I thought you were going to give me some Polish. No. No? No. That's pierogi is kind of a, yeah, holiday kind of thing. Is I it? don't go. Yeah, I don't make that you don't um there's not a lot of dishes you make that from do, do your parents does your yeah, mom yeah my mom does yeah. yeah i know how to do do you some. know how but you don't yeah. prefer them i just don't it's kind of like not something you want all the time you no know? yeah why is that just, enlighten me just don't <laughs> why so like there's is it, ha- is it kapusta. hard to make kapusta is like cabbage and I just don't, I, I don't know, Not sauerkraut, and oh. sauerkraut and cabbage and like hmm. pork steak, like tomato kind of thing. Oh. It's really good. Um, I didn't always like it, but it's not something that I Is have that to a have. Sunday I, dinner? It really makes the house smell bad. Like, oh, sure, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's not something that I'm running to, you know, I don't do that. <laughs> so. How about you, ma'am? Do you go to your dad's for yummy dinner? We, yeah, we we have family dinner at my dad's, and I mean, we'll order in or we'll cook something, you know, something like that. But um, I was gonna say to your point because like we have our traditional Italian stuff, like our Chris, our Christmas yeah. Eve traditions. I hate that food. Like you hate it, really? I hate it. No yeah, kidding. What do you have? We have the Feast of Seven Fishes, oh, like okay. the traditional. And it's we horrid. don't do the traditional Polish, and that's what it would be like. So I have like 12, my other my other Italian like distant relatives, and they're having like Alfredo, you know. And I'm like, that's not Italian, but I would take that. 
because I don't want. Uh, we're having anchovies and we're having. Oh. Yeah, it's just like awful. So <laughs> I'm just like such a hater. My poor sister loves the culture. And every time we're talking about tr- preparing for Christmas Eve, I'm like, can we just get a ham? Can we just be Americans? I'm just, <laughs> I want to have an English. I want to make a mince meat pie. I want to have a goose. Like this is, let's goose just be English. Is American. Oh, English. Let's be yeah, English. English would be that, yeah. Yeah. You know, let's make some pudding. Uh, I'm, I'm done with being Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys get together on a weekly basis? My immediate family does, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very sweet time, um, but and is that mostly Italian food too? No, 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 no. No, anything? I'm only a quarter Italian, but it, those Italians they just take over your life. It's just like, <laughs> give me some Irish food, give me some German food. I'm I'm right. a mutt. I'm American. You know, I'm just like I'm, we have everything too. Yeah. So, what do you make that would be your comfort food? Family. Loves this food. I make Italian. Lasagna. <laughs> I'm a hater. You are so funny. No. I make Italian. Uh, yeah. Quinn's favorite food. It's so weird, but her absolute favorite food is um, pesto. She loves pesto so much. So. Pesto? Yeah. I don't know. She's refined. Um, and I make <laughs> I make this super easy recipe. Uh, it's called orecchiette con salsace, which is just the ear noodles with Italian sausage and some broccolini and white wine and some cheese. And it's just like the best, most, it's just carbs and spicy Italian sausage. And you just eat it by the bowl. And it takes like five minutes to make. I think you've made that for us. Have I? I think so. Mm. You mean for a meal? Really? That was bold. I should have made you mastacholi. Maybe it was mastacholi. Okay, I think it was. Did you make your own mastacholi? Own sauce. Yeah. Own sauce. Yeah. It's very good. We need to get together, Kara, next. There will be no mics. Okay. Mastacholi. Mastacholi. So good. Yeah. All you want is just noodles and tomatoes and meat. Like, that's... Right. That's American-Italian food. It's so good. I love that we have... um, That we embrace the ethnicities... You know, whether or not you're a third of it or... Yeah. 100%. Oh, well, you're 100%. Really get out of here. Yeah. Oh, we are not worthy. That's so cool. I wish I was 100% anything. I'm 100% American. I hope I'm 100%. <laughs> yeah, right. Kara, are you 100? No. What I'm only a quarter Italian and the rest is German. Are you serious? Yeah. Man, that quarter... The most Italian thing was my maiden name. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And the food. And the food. And, and, so is your mom Italian? No, my grandpa on my dad's side is. Okay. And then his wife is German. Oh, so, so all the German came in, yeah. Yeah. Then when they when my grandparents got married, um, they actually lived with my grandpa's parents. And they actually came from Italy and did not speak English. Oh, and man. my grandma learned how to cook. From her mother-in-law. Fun. Mm-hmm. Man, those traditions in cooking. Mm-hmm. Strong. They're going strong still because you're are. keeping it. You're going. We're trying to teach the kids. The bambinos. Do they, they have two kitchens in their house? Like one in yes. the upstairs and one in the basement? Oh. Yes. 
What? Vital. That is what Italians do. That is. And they got a dishwasher really down cool. there too. My parents, cool. my parents <laughs> bought their house and there wasn't a stove in the basement. So <laughs> <laughs> they took my sister's stove. They put one down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What happens in the basement? Well, we have tra- they have a lot Christmas of traditions. Christmas traditions. Oh, do need, you need? So it's like your second kitchen for when you have. You need another oven. Right. The other yeah. oven. <gasps> like you have your That's party genius. down in the basement too. Yeah, because you know I am having that issue right now. I have one oven, and I'm having issues with having one oven. Well, yeah, when you're frying stuff, especially because at Christmas we do fry stuff too. So. If you don't, your whole kitchen gets taken over when you're frying something. You know, you can't do anything but just fry. Have <laughs> you, you know? ever fried tortillas? Let me tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, exactly. you need another uh-huh. stove. Oh, good heavens. You need to do it out in the grill. Like, <laughs> Sorry, we're just smelling like corn the rest of our lives. So Mexican. Yeah, um, yeah it's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's thick corn. Yeah, it's that horrible. Does it. mm-hmm. So... Um, and then you couple that with the oil, with the oh, yeah. vegetable oil. Man, that's uh, it smells it's thick. It smells very ethnic. Yes. Uh, and then it gets to your clothes, and you hop in the car and go to that's the store, and then you go, oh, kielbasa. Oh, oh really? <laughs> and I have to make it, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I stink. That's so like happy. I am. <laughs> no, it's great. I enjoy doing it, but yeah, I'm not wearing those clothes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but that, that's where I wish I had another stove too, or you know, because you're boiling it and then you have to brown it in the oven, and um, yeah, it's like if you're cooking other things, it's really hard. So I think that's genius. I never thought of that because who's got space for another stove or another oven? Really? In the basement. Yeah. Basement. And it's nice and cool down there, so when you're frying, you're is not getting legal? overheated. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. It is okay. All right, I'm get going yourself home a stove. With a project. Okay. <laughs> sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, sorry, John. Anyway, ladies, that's it. That's it for today. It's um, a pleasure. When you. Um, when you guys hear this, if you make it to the end of this, tell us. Oh, what, they'll make it. What you make um, yeah. for your family for yeah. comfort food. Your best comfort food. Your best comfort and food. And if it's really that good, you have to share the recipe. Because yes. otherwise we don't believe you. Yes. Yes. We'll share pictures of our future um Basement stoves? Yeah. No. no I don't know what she's happening. That ain't happening. <laughs> Ravioli making. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so funny. I tell this to everyone. So everyone must know that listens to this. Officially. So the first time, or the only time really, Kara showed me how to make ravioli. Uh-huh. And she's mixing the meat with all these spices. Mm, yeah. And, she, you know, we're trying to pay attention to how much to put in there, <laughs> sure. whatever. And I said, okay, so how, she says, she goes to the bowl of meat, which is like 10 pounds of meat. I mean, it's this Oof. enormous amount of meat. Yeah. And, and she goes, oh, this thing needs more spices. And she goes to smell it. <laughs> <laughs> smell it. Well, she's not going to taste it. I mean, you know. obviously, duh. <laughs> so I'm like, what? So she's smelling and she goes, add more of this. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back, back to smelling it. And then she goes, add more of that. That and is Italian cooking. And I'm like, <laughs> now that I'll never do. Because I don't know what I'm looking for in the smell. And I guess if you do it enough times, you, you will know. Out. Yeah. But anyway, I was so impressed with your smelling skills. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I hope to get there some year. Yeah. You will. <laughs> That's your goal. 2020. 
Yes. No, yes. No, no, it is not. It is no, 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 it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not keep adding to them goals. Um, anyway, thank you, ladies. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for doing this for the ladies. Yeah, um, thanks for chatting with us. Really, really mm. appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Adios. <laughs>